Welcome to the Stylistpreneur Podcast, a show created to help hairstylists build and sustain successful beauty businesses. Here is your host, Damali Phils, CEO of Stylists in Business, master hairstylist, and author of Travel Notice, the ultimate guide to becoming a traveling hairstylist. All right, let's start the show. guys, welcome to another episode of the Stylespreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Damali, and I am so excited, guys, because today I actually have a good friend as a guest on the podcast. Today we have Royce Williams. She is a 10-year real estate agent, global property strategist, and the author of Next Stop Home Ownership. Royce, come on in the room. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm really, really excited. I know. I mean, we get to talk about everything from entrepreneurship to having kids to being married. And now today we're going to have you on the show to tell us all about yourself, your business. Like I want to hear everything real estate and, and everything about your book. So share with us, please. Well, um, just like you mentioned, I am a global property specialist. And what that is, is basically I am a realtor, um, but I'm just not a local realtor. I'm not even just national. I am international. Um, I actually haven't mentioned or announced this yet, but you're getting the exclusive. I uh, currently uh, signed up and I am selling homes now currently in the Dominican Republic. Oh, wow. People who are interested in investing in the Dominican Republic, there are a lot of properties, new construction properties that are available, some well under 100,000, so very, very affordable. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are using these properties to like use them as Airbnbs. Um, People are able to put as little down as $1,000 to go to contract. There's all kinds of incentives. Um, my ultimate goal, though, is ultimately to get into Dubai. So mm-hmm. hopefully by the end of the year, I will be selling properties in Dubai as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also an author um, of Next Stop Homeownership, which was a book that I created generally because I, I've i actually been a realtor for almost 12 years now. So okay. um, I've been specializing in working with first-time homebuyers. And so um, I've been... I guess, battling the common obstacles that most of these buyers encounter, which, you know, a lot of them include um, credit issues, possibly uh, down payment assistance issues and having funding for that. So um, I kind of collected over the years all of the solutions that I've created to these common obstacles and put it all in a book that buyers can purchase Mm-hmm. And work with their realtors. And so not just people in Florida where I primarily um, am licensed in, um, but people all over can can use this book to kind of help them get through the process. Oh, wow. I love it, Royce. Um, I'm actually one of your clients. And so I know you said you're in the Tampa area. And so I actually still, although I moved to Chicago, I still have my home in Sarasota, Florida. So thank you. Okay. Because I have an income property. Shout out to my friend Royce. Yeah. Um, And that was all because of you, because of your help as my realtor. And I'm excited for you. The fact that you are branching off, the fact that you are growing and still going after 10 plus years. Um, Mm -hmm. So would you say that's going to be your new specialty as far as being a global property strategist? 
Yes, yes, okay. it is my uh, specialty. I, I'm no longer just local. Um, okay. I am selling all over, not just nationally, but internationally. Um, I have a referral network of um, agents that I work with too. So if you have um, buyers that are not necessarily looking at Florida, but Chicago, mm-hmm. um, Georgia, I have partners everywhere. Okay. Well, we definitely are. I mean, we're renting now in Chicago, but I mean, we're looking to, to buy at the end of the year. So I will let you know. You know, I'm your girl. I got you. I got you. Actually, my mentor, my real estate mentor, she is based out of Chicago. And I went there last year for um, the real estate conference. And so um, Chicago is a, is a nice city. It's definitely different from Florida. You know, I'm allergic to cold. So I commend you. Lower weather, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, got I mean, it is 28 degrees today and it was snowing yesterday. So, yeah, it's hot. You need to come on back to Florida. It's hot. It's hot. Listen, I won't be down there until next month, but my suitcase is already packed. <laughs> Listen, like that was probably I packed yesterday. It was the easiest I've ever packed because I literally only packed like dresses and shorts mm-hmm. and sandals that I have not used since I've been here. Yeah, yeah, we we definitely were at the pool this past weekend with the kids. Don't do that to me. Don't do that. Because <laughs> I've been looking on Instagram at all, like, my people in Florida, and I'm just like, Lord, they're yeah. getting wet. Yeah, but at least you know how these hurricanes we deal with, so no, that's no, not I, a plus. No, there's no hurricanes, there's no bugs, there's no lizards. Like, I love that, but, that's true. but yeah, <laughs> there's no sunshine here. Okay. Okay. I'll get used to it. I'll get used to it. But listen, before we go all the way left, um, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm a hairstylist. And mm-hmm. my thing is as a hairstylist, as independent contractor, like, would you say it's harder for those that are independent contractors to purchase a home or is it about the same or is it just more work? Like, what would you say? I would say it's like for anything that you're trying to do, purchasing a home is not an easy task for anybody. Mm-hmm. And so I will say it is a little bit challenging for entrepreneurs for the simple fact that, you know, our income isn't steady, you know, it's all geared towards what we do, our businesses and all that good stuff. And so just like for anything else that you are or any other goals that you're trying to accomplish, you have to prepare yourself. And so the biggest challenge that entrepreneurs face when trying to qualify to purchase a home um, is income. Mm-hmm. And validating your income. So, you know, we write stuff off right. and that's the biggest challenge or issue that people run into because they're writing everything off and then their income doesn't match the house that they're trying to buy. Right. So in that regard, I would say, yeah, you do have to prepare. And so by preparing means is, you know, maximizing your income and reflecting that. So if it means you paying a, a, a few extra taxes, mm-hmm. um, for the years that, you know, are being evaluated, you need to do that. Okay. And so as far as like time frame, would you say like six months to a year before you're thinking about um, buying a house? Is that the time frame that somebody should be like, okay, let me like buckle down. Let me start really organizing my finances and, you know, making sure my taxes are paid. I would say as far in advance as you start thinking about it, you need to start okay. paying because the traditional way, if you wanted to use a traditional loan, and we'll get into that, is mm-hmm. if you need two years of tax returns. Okay. 
So I would say at minimum, you kind of want to start preparing with two years if you're trying to use a traditional loan. And by traditional, gotcha. I mean like your FHA, your conventional, because those are the ones that are offered by the government and they have certain criteria that re that are required and no lender can can go over that. Gotcha, so gotcha. Um, you want to start preparing. And I would say if you are starting to prepare or you're thinking about purchasing a home, your first step. Um, after you contact your realtor mm -hmm. is to get in touch with a loan officer because they're the ones evaluating your financial situation to qualify you for a loan. And so they can navigate you to tell you what it is you need to do in order to qualify for either the money that or the amount purchase price that you're trying to get. Mm -hmm. And if there's any credit things that you need to do to help um, get you there. And so I would, they would be your first and second stop. Gotcha. And uh, just so you know, too, there are more entrepreneur loans. And so these are oh. becoming more popular because people are, you know, more people are having small businesses and things like that. So there's loans that just you just got to submit your bank statements. So wow. as long as you're cash flowing, you can just submit your bank statements and that will qualify you for a loan. Now, these types of loans do come with higher interest rates, mm -hmm. but there are ways for you to get into a home sooner. And what some people do after is they may refi into something else once they have everything else locked in. And mm -hmm. then they get maybe one of the traditional um, loans that we were talking about earlier. And see, that's something that I didn't know. So thanks for sharing that with us because I feel like there's just a lot of things that you know people don't know. And I was thankful to have your book so that when we were going through the process, I can be like, okay, let me double check this because I'm one of those people where my husband works in finance. So he knows more about those things. Mm -hmm. So being somebody that almost knew nothing, having a book and having a guide was so much more helpful for me, which I'm pretty sure it has helped a lot of your clients and even people that, you know, weren't your clients. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a lot of people purchase the book and then people who I work with or buyers that I work with um, personally, mm -hmm. they get that as part of their um, service with me. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So now, good. now I know you mentioned like the credit report. Now, listen, that may be a struggle for some folks. So would you give us any like tips on cleaning up your credit before going into buying a home? So my the best tip that I'm always going to give you is use the loan officer. That's okay. the best tip that I always can give you um, is because, like I said earlier, they're the ones that are actually going through your um, financial information. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that like these loan officers now they have tools which they call um, credit simulators. Where okay. they can pull your credit report and they can do different tweaks to it. And it'll tell you specifically what you need to do. It'll tell you, hey, pay this much on this credit card, uh, pay this credit card off, um, get this, call this um, creditor and mm -hmm. get that removed. Like they literally tell you how to get the credit. And then it even gives you an estimate of once you've done those items or mm -hmm. those tasks when your credit score would be where it needs to be in order to qualify for whatever amount or even loan program that you're trying to go through. Okay. So that would be my first or best suggestion. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I always tell people, you want to be careful when you say, hey, I'm just going to go and pay things off. Because what a lot of people don't realize is, is by paying certain credit cards off, it actually lowers your score. Oh, wow. And, or... If you pay it off, it may not give you the 
amount of points that you are looking to get. So for example, mm-hmm. let's say you have a credit card that's like 15,000 mm-hmm. and you pay it off. You only may get three credit points for that. Okay. And you it may be benefit you to do another task that will give you more points and then save more money. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, cuz you ultimately you're going to need that 15k to put towards the purchase price or put for your down payment or closing costs. Right. And so you don't want to sit here and spend your money um, paying off debts that don't even really or are not really impacting your score. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be smart about what you are doing. And like you said, making sure you're hiring the right people because if yeah. you, it, you could be working towards something but not getting anywhere. So yeah. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. Now, so boys, I- I'm the type of person. Mm-hmm. I dream big. I look big. So I can be on Zillow like, mm, that's the house I want until I realize. No, <laughs> no. Until no. I realize, you know, like, wait, that may be out of my budget. Mm-hmm. Now, how, when choosing a budget, like, how does one go about choosing their budget and being realistic about it? So the things that, you know, I tell my clients, number one, the Molly, uh, we don't do Zillow, right? We're not on right. Zillow. The lowest right. accurate, um, but the best websites you want to look for when you're looking at houses is realtor.com. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best website. And if you're looking for new construction, you want to go to newhomesource.com. Okay. Um, but when you're trying to establish a budget, uh, one of the things you want to do first is, is look at how much you're bringing in. You may even want to just look at all the money that you're spending monthly. Mm-hmm. And in my book, I have a budget sheet that you can use to kind of just highlight all of your expenses and your incomes, and then kind of create a, a budget to see where you have extra income to where mm-hmm. you can put towards the purchase of a home. And okay. I would say do a range because you don't want to lock yourself into something. And then, hey, if this range, if a house doesn't fit within this range, then we can't have it. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? I don't want right. to give yourself a, 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 I want to say a wide range because we don't okay. want anybody being house poor. You want to be realistic. Right. Uh, once you set that range, the first thing I tell people to do is go on realtor.com and search within that purchase price to mm-hmm. see what's out there. Is there anything that you see that you like within that range? Okay. And that's how you get really realistic with yourself because either you need to address, uh, adjust your budget or mm-hmm. you need to adjust what you're looking for. Okay. And if you're a first time home buyer, it's very important to realize that this is not going to be or most likely won't be your your only home. Okay. So don't go shooting for the stars and wanting to check off all the boxes. There's going to be something that you're going to need to sacrifice. And the only way you won't be sacrificing anything is if you have an unlimited budget. I joke and tell, you know, buyers sometimes that even millionaires have to sacrifice something because right. if you're shopping in the million dollar range, there's something in the multi-million dollar range you want, right? Mm-hmm. So you just kind of have to be realistic with yourself and making sure that you set um, a budget goal and you stay as close to that that budget as possible. Okay. Which I feel like, and that comes to my next question, like how many houses should a person look at before they like find the one? Like, are we looking at five houses, 10 houses? And I feel like if you do have a realistic budget, then you won't waste your time looking at a million homes. Yeah, budget. The budget does help. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing that people or trap that people fall in when they're trying to decide whether or not they need to look at more homes or not is, is 
don't really start looking at homes until you kind of get pre-approved. Okay. Because what you don't want to do is fall in love with homes that are over your budget. Mm-hmm. And then now you're having to adjust significantly your expectations, which for a lot of people that leaves them stuck mm-hmm. or not wanting to move forward at all because they're like, well, I'm just settling. Gotcha. So you have to be very, very, very careful with that. Okay. Which I can definitely understand. Um, I know when looking with you, we actually kind of knew what we wanted and we were just like, all right, we're going to look at three and there we go. Yeah. Cause I mean, you don't necessarily have to look at all the homes in, mm-hmm. it really depends on the person because some people are very indecisive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I find with my first time home buyers, the reason that they look at so many homes is because they want to make sure that they're making the right decision. They don't want to mm-hmm. feel like they're missing out. But in real estate, it changes so often. You kind of can't look back when you're when you make a decision. So gotcha. even like when I bought my house, like there was a new community that came up and I'm like, dang, you know, that's a really new. No, there's going to be new houses coming on the market every day. Right. So long as you feel confident in your decision, move forward with it and then don't look back. I even once I have my buyers, once they go on the contract, I stop their alerts. Now, that doesn't stop them from going online and looking manually, but I'm not going to keep sending you homes to confuse you. Right. And you don't want to confuse yourself because as a first-time home buyer, it's already tough. Mm-hmm. Just try to make a decision and just even making the jump into home ownership. Right. So you don't really need to see a ton of houses. I mean, maybe three, but mm-hmm. the buyer that we just had go on the contract, she saw one house. And she knew that was what she wanted. She she committed to it. So, nice. yeah. Yeah. So one of the biggest questions when it comes to like real estate is just like, when, 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 when? Like there'll be a time where it's just like, okay, now's the time. Now isn't the time. I feel like it's like jumping rope. Like, okay, like when, when do I jump in? Like when's the right time, friend? Because I feel like so many people are like, oh, I'm waiting or, oh, it's time. Like, can you break that down for us? The best time to buy a house is... You want to know? I want to know. Mm-hmm. When you are ready to buy a house. When oh. you have your finances in order, your credit is in order. When you feel ready to buy a house. Real estate is ebbs and flows. It changes. Mm-hmm. And so like I, that just plays on what I just mentioned earlier. You cannot look back. Right. Now, you would say, I would, I don't know, for me. Mm-hmm. I would say the best time recently or the last year that for me mm-hmm. from you know, living in Florida and experienced the Tampa Bay market, the last great year to buy was 2016. Okay. And then I would say maybe 2020 at the latest, mm-hmm. because that was when, you know, right before everything started to go really, really crazy. Right. Right before the whole COVID. I think we bought in 2020. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so that's when most people saw the biggest hype. But when you really look back on it, right, let's say, hey, you didn't buy in 2020 and you were looking in 2021 and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. 2021, the interest rates are still low. Right. Even though the, the the price houses were up. Now you got people who are shopping now to say, man, I'm, I wasn't ready in 2021. I'm ready mm-hmm. to go People are still having the same issue because now, yes, house prices have gone down a bit and Mm -hmm. they really have gone down. They just leveled out to market value because before everyone was paying way, way above market value. So all of the prices were inflated. 
So now we're actually paying market value for houses, but interest rates are astronomical. Mm. And so now you have people it's like, man, I probably should have bought back then because at least my interest rate was lower. And so it's almost like it's balancing out. You're paying a lower purchase price, but your interest rate is in the sevens. Right. So see, see, that's just like me and my husband. So we talk and we like joked about it when we bought a house. Like, you know what? Maybe we should get two. Maybe one to live in, one to have as an income property. And we literally kick ourselves in the butt all the time. But yeah. it's like, we should have bought two. Because yeah. like the home went up $100,000 the next year or maybe yeah. within a few months. Yeah. So I get to, and like you said, you can't look back. Like we didn't do it. It didn't happen. You know, fingers crossed the next time, maybe we'll have a chance to do that. Yeah. And then I, the thing is, too, is, is if you're looking at it like that, like I mentioned earlier, you had these people who are looking now and wishing they were buying in 2021. When we were in 2021, people were wishing that they were buying in 2020 and 2016. Mm-hmm. When I first started in real estate, uh, which is back in 2011, there were mm-hmm. brand new houses going for 89K. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm looking back and like, I should have bought back <laughs> right. You get what I'm saying? So Listen, it's like, you, you got to move. You just got to jump in. Yeah. And like, that's unheard of now. Like, I mean, what can you buy for that now? A shack? No, not even a shack. A mini, can you even buy a mini house? You can get a doorknob. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a doorknob. Like, I don't even think people would even look at that if they saw something for that price. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. insane. I had a relative that had a house, a townhome for about eighty thousand. Yeah. I remember that back then. Yep, I remember that's the crazy. year. Uh, me and uh, my friend, you know, Drina, we were looking at apartments. This was before I was in real estate, and we were fresh out of college. We were just looking for apartments to share, and this mm-hmm. was in Tampa. And if anyone knows, New Tampa is like the area that everyone wants to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were in New Tampa and there was a new home community. We kind of just randomly found this community and they had townhomes and we thought they were for rent. But when we went in there, we were greeted with a sales agent and she was showing it to us. The house was like four bedrooms. It was three stories, two car garage, <laughs> brand new elevators. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she was like, oh, um, you guys should, you know, fill out an application, you know, go ahead and get pre-approved. It's like pre-approved for what? She's like, oh, we're selling these. We're like, what's the price? 150K. We was like, oh, 150K? Right. <laughs> oh man, we can't afford that's so much money. Yeah. I I could scream. Oh yeah. How dumb we were back then. But it's not being dumb. It's just you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And now so, we know. Now we know. So we're gonna educate our, our youth. And you know, yes. we just do and be better. That's very true. So, Morris, I like I said, I have your book. Can you give us a little bit more into the book and what people can expect if they were to purchase the book? Like, what are they going to get in the next stop home ownership book? So, there's a lot that you can expect in the book. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is you have all of the years that I've been helping first time home buyers go through the the purchasing process. Mm-hmm. all wrapped up into I like to almost call it a little handbook mm-hmm. because it walks you through the entire process okay uh, from beginning where you're preparing to contact a realtor and a, and a loan officer all the way through the house um, home buying process even after so like if you need um credit tips like mind you you do want to reach out to a loan loan officer mm-hmm. uh, because they are the best person to kind of guide you um, 
some people use credit specialists. You kind of want to be careful um, when using a credit specialist because there are different things that they do that are frowned upon when you're getting your credit pulled by a loan officer. Mm-hmm. I talk about all of that. So okay. um, all of that is in there. Tips on how to get um, some um, derogatory information removed off your credit report earlier mm-hmm. than when it's expected to fall out. I put all of the information like step by step. Um, okay. And this isn't just your traditional book that you just read. It's literally a planner. You write in it, you fill it out. There's a budget sheet. There's a loan um, quote tracker where you can um, track your um, quotes that you get from different lenders. So you can mm-hmm. make, a, make a decision and compare what's the best loan program for you to go through. Um, I have checklists for um, when you're um, doing your walkthroughs and when you're um, closing, I even talk about in the end where you can homestead. I give you information on what that is. There's even mm-hmm. a glossary with the top um, terminology. Okay. So it's jam packed. It's it's almost like a Bible. Like you have everything you mm-hmm. need in this, in this book. No, I would definitely agree. Um, the, the book is beautiful. It definitely has everything. And it's a big book. It's not like a little small book. So it definitely has all the information that you need. So Royce, I thank you for coming on the show. And I want to make sure that everybody gets your book, that they follow you, that they hire you. Okay. Even if they need mm-hmm. something across seas, um, where can they get the book and where can we stay in contact with you? Well, um, if you're looking to get on my website and get additional information, um, you can purchase the book at www.nextstophomeownership.com. Um, www.nextstophomeownership.com is the website mm-hmm. for the book. If you're looking for services with me, um, you can go on my website at realtywithroyce.com, realtywithroyce, R-O-Y-C-E.com. Mm-hmm. I'm also on social media. I'm on Instagram as Realty with Royce. Um, you can search me on Facebook um, as Royce Williams Realtor. And I am on TikTok as Realty with Royce. I'm still growing that page, but you can definitely reach out to me on there as well. Okay. And I'll make sure I list all that information because I definitely, I mean, I loved you as my realtor and I'm sure others would too. Uh, yeah. So Royce, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. It's a great opportunity. Thank you, friend. Have a good day. You too. Mm -hmm. Nice talking to you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Stylistpreneur Podcast. Make sure to visit our website for more beauty business resources, courses, and to join the Stylistpreneur membership. Until next time, stay a cut above the rest.